So we're back again on Bucks and Brews. We were going to have a, a guest for this episode, but he bailed on us because uh, I guess, I don't know, fuck if I know, I don't care. Because you think you're cooler than me. So anyways, <laughs> he bailed on us. So we're going to switch it up today. We're going to talk about gig jobs. We're going to end up doing a twofer tonight because we're going to have another episode later where we catch up with Vanessa on her debt journey. Uh, Mike has some exciting information for Nick. He's going to love this. We're going to talk gig jobs tonight. Nick's done some gig jobs. I know about some gig jobs. Mike, what is the news you have for Nick? He called me this weekend no, with this. No, we're not starting with no, news. No, no, We're starting with drinking. Uh, okay, fine. We'll start with what I, we're drinking. I care about your news, but I care more about my alcohol. I thought we'd get to the alcohol in a few, but okay. I'm, I'm again with the McKenzie's, and then I have Atwater Dirty Blonde. I found one of these still in the fridge, so that's going down tonight. Uh, I went with the old <coughs> tried and true blue, Bud Light. Uh, the other is a Bud Light, and let me roll over here. I, told <laughs> I, out, I brought my Bud Light, so um, I know, I know, it's not a 30 rack, but it'll do, so, all right. I know Mike's got some fun stuff to drink. Go ahead and tell yeah. me about your cool news. I'm starting with Short Sprue PB&J. There we go. And then I'm moving on after that to Stevens Point Brewery. Milkshake malt porter. That sounds delicious. And then if I need a third one while we're out here, I'm going to move to a O'Fallon's Dad's Oatmeal Stout. Excellent beer. Fantastic. So, all right. Mike's got news. You have great news. David and it relates to the topic. It does relate to the topic. I opted, since I spend a lot of time alone when I don't have my kids, to utilize some of that time, make some more money to invest. I mean, not to help make ends meet, but strictly to invest in stock market retirement. So I've been doing DoorDash since this weekend. Yeah, that's huge. So strictly for investment, retirement funding, your kids, what, yeah. do you have a goal for what it's for? I mean, besides investing? Mostly just retirement, maybe okay. some for college education. Self-directed stock IRA. market. Each each week, I might throw whatever I make into a different thing. You know, one week it might be you know dividend stocks. Another week it might be um, kids. You know, betterments and other things like that. I think I think what I just heard him say is anything that David and Nick talk about that week, he's going to invest in. So I got a That's, phone call. I'm proud of this. Is all like we can make this happen. I got a phone call Saturday because Mike was coming up to work the business. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I've been listening to a bunch of the episodes while I've been driving. He goes, I've been driving a lot because now I'm doing DoorDash. I'm like, you are? He goes, yeah, I want some extra money for investing. I was listening to your dividend stock episode. Uh, we need to talk dividend stocks. I'm like, great. We'll talk about it when you come up. So literally Mike came up. I got him hooked up with Stash. I got him hooked up with Public. Gave him a whole list of dividend stocks that I've invested yep. in for Caitlin and myself. Yeah. And he's off and running. It's huge. I, I sent him like four text messages today. Every time I send him a text message, I'm sorry, I'm driving right now. I'll get back to you later. Yes. Yeah. I made 50 bucks in about two and a half hours today. It's not bad. No. I mean, what, what else were you doing with that two and a half hours? Nothing. I was out of work at that point. So didn't have to start drinking until seven. Okay. So, I mean, that's uh, what, 17 bucks an hour? Yeah, basically. Yeah, let's see. 16 yeah not bad um i have other news well so now when doordash because i want to get to your news but i'm really yeah. excited about doordash okay go ahead. so doordash <clears throat> so how does this work like you have to have a car you have to have a car have to have a phone okay and you just go on the app and somebody so just tells you wherever i'm located they will find a pickup near me and then I'll drive to wherever it is. And then wherever I drop it off, they'll know my location and find, you know, another pickup not too far from there, usually within a couple miles. So you're, you know, you get there in five minutes or less. And, you know, sometimes you're out in EFE doing a delivery and then you have to drive back to get to the next location. But, you know, quite often it's, I've had a lot where it's in that like Western Michigan University campus area. 
the apartments and other things out there. So I'm usually pretty close to, you know, an area that has restaurants and things like that. There you go. Huh. Okay. And so then, so it's a lot like Uber, basically, whoever's the closest person gets to pick the person up. Okay. Yep. So, oh, all right. And then you get paid per, per transaction or how much people order? You get paid basically whatever they charge as a delivery fee, you get part of that plus then you get a tip for okay. people who actually tip. Sure. Like there were a couple of, you know, like I did a big one from Hopcat in downtown Kalamazoo and then another big one from which one it was from. Might have been a Panera Bread one and I got like where somebody had ordered like $30, $40 worth of stuff and I got like a $10 tip on it. Oh, perfect. There you go. So, and how it makes and, up for the people who don't tip and you can, you can do, you can do it whenever you want, right? Like pick the hours. You pick the hours. Great. Huh. Yeah. You just, you have time, you go on, you don't, you know, you can say, I want to start now. I want to do two hours worth then. You know, that's great. That's huh. what it goes. So what, what's your other news, David? Don got us a sponsor for a week. This is big time, folks. Big that's, time. That's sorry, bigger I, than mine. I'm sorry I asked you about what what Grubhub. Grubhub? Door, DoorDash. DoorDash. Same thing. No. I'm sorry. Let's get back to us, people. Okay. We got to care about oh, us. That's once bigger in a while. news. What is, okay. What Don stopped into Aylbird the other day to pick up bottles. Yeah. Because she gets bottles from them. It's mostly wine bottles there because they don't sell really liquor. I'm okay with this. Um, and they said she they had something. I think they were changing over, you know, just a new porter that they had. They had a peanut butter porter. And my Ooh. wife saw it and she goes, I bet my husband would love that. And they're like, yeah, does he like porters? She goes, he loves peanut butter porters. I, he probably even talked about it on his podcast. And they said, podcast. Podcast. Here we go. What do you mean podcast? <laughs> so she starts telling him about it and he goes, let me know. I, I'd be happy to donate a growler. Gosh, Aylbird, when you come on, you're going to be my best friend for the day. So we might be getting a growler of peanut butter porter. So our gig job <laughs> is talking on a microphone <laughs> to people and, and trying we, to get beer. We don't get paid nominally, <clears throat> but we get beer. Saying, I'm okay with that. You know, it's it's actually a really good job. It's not bad. <laughs> I mean, I wish we got more free beer, but you know, I'll take what I can get. Yeah, I'm. That's good news, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. You're news. welcome, Benson. I'm real excited about this because maybe if you do a good enough job with that, they'll every time they do a new seasonal or whatever, they'll be like, "Hey, talk about this on your podcast." Maybe if we do a good job, do you know who we are? We do the greatest job, the best job, a huge job. Yes, we are the biggest <laughs> and best. We're, We're the definitely biggest. the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> So you, so you started this to do strictly for investing because you're utilizing your time, trading time for money. This is huge. Yep. Soon you're gonna soon you're gonna be able to not do those because you've traded this time right now, right? Like, yep. I was just, excuse me, I was just talking to somebody. I said, you know, you get the, you get the advice of uh, do what others won't do now, so you can do what others can later or can't later, right? So. Other, others aren't willing to sacrifice their time now, but they're going to always work until the end. So, you know, I, I worked my butt off when I was a little younger and now I don't have to work my butt off as much. I mean, granted, my, my brain's frying right now because of how much that's working, but physical labor, I'm not doing as much. We were kind of talking about that beforehand. Um, shoveling, shoveling kind of came up like people got their bills for plowing and, you know. <clears throat> He's talking to a, another owner for real estate, and he's like, "You know, you can find a kid for twenty bucks." I said, "Look, I posted it out there looking for somebody to do twenty bucks for a thing." They said they were going to do it, and then all of a sudden, hey, you know, it took me a little bit more. Could you do thirty-five? And it's like, "All right, you know, sure, thirty-five is fine." But man, like, there, there's no kids out there mm -hmm. shoveling. I mean, I live in suburban neighborhood where I have a lot of kids, and I'm the I always carry cash, right? Like, I'm waiting for that kid to be like, "Hey." Can I shovel your driveway all day? It's yours. Like, 
but no, I mean, I don't know. I, I can't say it's the generational thing. I think a lot of it has to do with like how many, how many stranger dangers are out there. And like, you don't want people to just go knock on doors. And, you know, if well, my, I mean, back in the day, my mom let us, let us go free. <clears throat> I would knock on every door to try to sell candy bars or try to sell subs. I mean, I, I anything like you design, I come home with a, a van full. I won, I won the competition every year in school for, <clears throat> for most sold items or whatever. Right. Like, and I would just walk up and down the street and be like, Oh, you ordered this, you ordered this, you ordered this, like give them their order and stuff. I mean, no soliciting sign. You know, you know why people have no soliciting signs? Cause of you. It's no, it's because they're, they're the people that are, can't say no. Right. So you stop at my door because you know, for a fact, they can't say no. I have one of those signs. Yeah. It's not because I can't say no. It's because I don't like people, yeah, but I would still stop at your damn you house. Would, and I, I fact, if I tell you to piss off. <laughs> bullshit. Right. My little, my little daughter, five years old, blue eyed, blonde hair would look and be like, you want to buy a candy bar? He'd be like, I don't, but I'm going to look at me like I'll that. I would still say no. Yeah. Okay. Coming from the guy. I'm going to talk to you about vibrators. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't I don't knock on your door to ask about beer and vibrators. This this guy this guy's still full of crap. So he used to. He, I would buy it from Emerson because I know Emerson. Yep, and he would buy it. He would buy it from people because not happening. If somebody walked up and said, "Hey, I'm part of this school," I mean, ask ask him who bought the most out of our own fundraising stuff while we were at Godwin. Okay. Yeah, but it was closing shit. Said <laughs> closing. So again, you just have to find the right thing for the right person I to buy. I didn't buy. You bought scratch tickets more than anybody I know. Scratch whatever you, whatever three numbers you scratch, you had to pay that amount of money. I bought one of those once. See, one. <laughs> <laughs> All it takes is one. All it takes is one. Because you know what? I'm going to sell that thing, and they're going to go, "Hey, if you if I buy this time, please don't come up to me next time you're selling." And I'll say, "Okay, like I do not call this, sure, but I'm guaranteeing I'm selling you this thing." You know. Whoever, whoever sold the no soliciting signs, <coughs> you know, they, they knew it was a one and done. Me, I was there, baby. Like, nobody's going to prosecute a young kid. So, <laughs> can I talk about this a little bit, Mike, when we get into the uh, sending your kids around the neighborhood? Yes. So, I also got another call from Mike this week, which was a little disturbing. You want oh. Yes. I found out. Well, let's just say a week ago on Tuesday, I had to go into the doctor for an MRI. Nothing major, you know, just some hearing loss. So they were testing it. Came back to my house. At the door, as I was opening it, is a business card from a DHS child specialist. So, of course, immediately I'm like, why is DHS child specialist coming and looking for me so, like, I'm a little freaked out. I call the next morning and get the, got the outgoing message. Um, he's a child safety investigator. So, different than what his card says, his card made it seem a lot less uh, severe. He called me back. So, of course, I'm like, why'd you leave a card at my door? Thinking, you know, who's potentially complaining about me and my kids or whatever and come to find out there's a there's a registered sex offender that had had some complaints against them that's in my neighborhood um so that's why the guy was out well he didn't say that he just said somebody in the neighborhood has had complaints about you know some suspicious activity involving children so he said what he could. He said, have you seen anything, you know, in your local area that, you know, kids you wouldn't normally see? And I said, you know, no, I, you know, what the kids I do see are kids that I'm used to seeing in the neighborhood, like families I know have kids and everything. He's like, okay, I can't say much, but, you know, he's like, you just told me you have kids. I said, I have kids as well. I said, my personal thing is I check the sex offender registry at least every six months to a year he's like so he suggested that my next door neighbor is a registered sex offender for i don't remember what did we come up with with the thing it was i want to say it was fourth degree with a child under 13 you know i say that's it makes you it with makes my you, kids being just around the age of 12 and 13 
Yeah, listen, it makes you have to hold your kids tighter and watch them. I mean, yeah, I mean, you really, you can't just say to your kids, yeah, you want to go play down the road, no big deal. Yep. You know, and then you have to teach them, hey, anybody but me talks to you, right? Like, you need to know them. I mean. Yeah, you can't anymore. And like I said, you know, even when we, like, you know, I'm active with scouts. You yep. know, it's Boy Scouts now. We do a little bit different fundraisers. But with Cub Scouts, we always did popcorn sales. And popcorn sales were quite often, you know, going, you know, with a group of kids door to door. But, you know, the entire thing is it was always like, there's always got to be adults there. You know, you get, you know, when that kid is up at the door, they're better, you know, you need an adult witnessing yeah. what's going on. No, and that's, you know, and that's exactly, and I know my mom's rule when I was younger was, you know, any, any new kid that you're going to play with, even outside, I have to meet their parents. And, you know, I say, wasn't a big deal. You know, because eventually, you know, quickly you just get to know everybody and stuff like that. But, you know, that was those were the rules. I have to know who your parents are. I mean, knowing now it's just so a we know what, who to look for, what to look, what to look for, things like that. I mean, can't judge. Where did you grow up, Nick? In Wyoming. Okay, So you had probably a little like my neighborhood was a pretty small neighborhood. So like pretty much, at least on my street, my parents knew and my mom grew up in the house that you know we grew up in so she pretty much knew a lot of the families that already lived sure on that street and a lot of them were like her you know they bought the house from their parents so yeah there's already a level of trust like dave where he david where he grew up didn't have a neighbor for like a half mile yeah well and say mine my, you know mine was just we lived in that transition community right i mean it's it's the starter homes you know the starter homes that people so constantly had turnover there, right? I mean, you, you'd get you get the people that had like the one kid, and you know they moved when they had their second, or you know they might have two, and then they're like, oh, we need a bigger house, and you know the older you get, the more money you make, so you afford a bigger house. Well, even in my neighborhood, growing up, like Mike said, a lot of the people that we had in the neighborhood, they sold their houses to their kids. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I was in that age where I didn't have a lot of kids around me. I mean, they were, you know, at the end of the road or down the next road. So, I mean, it was a bike ride away. Yeah. But, you know, by the time I was in high school, yeah, we had some younger kids around now because, you know, they had, the kids that were older than me had bought the house from their parents. They liked the school district. So, they they said, hey, I'm going to, you know. Well, and you're comfortable, you're comfortable in the area. Right. So, you know, I... Uh... No, and I, and I think I do think it's really hard for kids like kids with gig jobs now. I mean, to to go out and try to find. I mean, it's tough. You can't right, just go mow a lawn, right? Like, I mean, I look like no. this. I look like mm-hmm. this, which is like homeless and poor. For those that are listening and not watching, I mean, you know, looks I, like you. <laughs> a little bit better looking though. Um, Maybe know, I, I can't say I can't say I'd I'd walk up to to me. You know, what I mean, right? Granted, when I was young, I, I just had balls of steel so i yeah. walked up to anybody but you know it, yeah but you wouldn't let your daughter walk up to people no i mean right so and we teach her we teach her a lot yeah. right i yeah. mean you have to it, it, we all have friends that have kind of gone through i mean you know it's right next door and it's proven right like it, it it's in the court it's in the court system that this person is has been prosecuted so they can't say they didn't do it right and i i get that there's yeah. but when you have fourth degree you know i mean it's it's not like it's it's not like it's you know peeing outdoors right so but Which we've all done once or twice i mean it happens yeah. especially um, at next pool yeah you know it happens so uh, but uh like i said i know some kids that you know they're brothers from a family that i'm really close to through scouts but i mean the kid they do the the lawn mowing but everybody they mow the lawn for is people they know you people know they know right like if I live close to where they would, I'd be like, okay, mow my lawn, you know. I've yep. already paced, so Max is looking forward to it because I told him this summer I'd start paying him to mow the lawn. That's exactly it. I mean, well, yeah, Caitlin used to mow my mom's lawn right. for money. Well, it's, you know, and, and that's right. I mean, my mom pays my nieces and nephews and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So my my daughter will, will mow. My problem is, my you know, I'll be I'll have enough lawns. My daughter will just go mow them for me, and she'll mow my mom's. And right now, I mean, even right now, so like I mow my mom's, I mow my grandparents. I mow, you know, just way too many families. And uh, I, but my daughter will, my daughter, I don't get paid for it. My daughter won't get paid for it. Right. <laughs> so when it comes, but, um, you know, I, I, 
I think that there's, there's, it's tough. It is, you know, I mean, even, even lemonade stands now, like I still see them and I, I stop every time and I support them. Right. I mean, I always carry, again, I always carry cash. So it's like, if they're charging a quarter, here's a dollar. Like I, there was these, there was these girls in the neighborhood and, and a boy, they were selling stuff on a table and ended up being a bunch of Barbie dolls and something else. And uh, they had like a dollar on each of them, right? And I was like, oh, you got like 14 items. Here's a 20. And I just wiped them out. And I was like, see ya. You know, I just, I'll, I'll buy everything just to make it done. I mean, you know how many bracelets, rubber band bracelets that we own or whatever? Uh, so many, so many things. I'm I'm the guy who should have a no soliciting sign because right. <laughs> I will... I cannot say. If it's no. a kid, you're gonna buy. My actual it. statement, man. If you're out there hustling, like the problem is, is you're gonna probably have to stand there and listen to like me tell you how you're gonna be successful. Right. Like I will tell you, look, kid, you wanna be successful. This is what you're gonna like. I'll give them like sales tips, lessons all day. Um, you know, and it's just say outgoing personality, I guess, right? But I I want to see people succceed in life. So we're kind of running around the subject no, here. No, that's, that's a gig job. Kids running around. You're, I'm not stuff. saying it's not. I'm just saying, you know, let's let's get into some specifics here because, you know, Mike's talked about DoorDash a little bit. You have some knowledge on Uber because you've done an Uber. Yeah. I have some knowledge on Shift because my wife did that. I have some knowledge on Amazon Flex because both my wife and I did that. Yep. So, I mean, we can get into these good jobs a little bit that, you know, adults do. Yeah. You know, obviously, <clears throat> I think I think the gig jobs for kids would, would be a great episode. But, again, I mean, you, you really got to know who you're doing these jobs for. You can't just, you know, knock on sure. Mrs. Oh, Calabash across the street and, <laughs> and see if she'll let you, you know, well, mow her lawn. You know, and that's – yeah. But, no, I, I think – I think uh, it sounds like DoorDash and, and Grubhub, right? So they're kind of the same. Well, they have um, Uber Eats. They have oh, uh, Postmates. Yep. Okay. Do, do we have Postmates around here? I think so. Okay. So I just, I just, and I don't know. I mean, I've learned to just do stuff I buy and have people deliver for me. Grubhub is a little more expensive in terms of their delivery fees. So maybe I picked the wrong one. Maybe they're, I would make more money if I deliver for them. I mean, but, see, and it's weird because I, you know, that's a fun. Uh, I'd like to compare the two because my my assumption is, let's say Grubhub and, and DoorDash do the same one. Grubhub cost more, but I feel like the people that that buy off the more expensive one um, are probably going to be the better tippers because they're they're just not caring about the delivery fee in the first place. See, they, yeah. they don't seem to care about the money aspect. Here's the deal: Mike and I worked a a job once where we sold just once. Well, it was, we've only worked two jobs together. I think only two jobs together. I mean, you can't count this because we worked no. free here. Um, we sold oh, yeah. vacuum cleaners, high end vacuum cleaners, but Kirby vacuum va cleaners. Kirby no, it was Felter Queen. No, Kirby Felter Vacuum is the only way to go. Filter queens were better, but anyway. Not a chance. You know the Kirby vacuum has uh, a, tr a transmission that was helped design uh -huh. by the Porsche company, right? Okay. So that way it goes faster. Yeah. The, the the plastic that's Kirby, on it. Kirby is, sucks. The anyway. plastic that's on it is the exact same stuff. Kirby sucks. That, Anyways, that, that can, can I get NFL. back to can I get back to the point? Talk about yeah. talk about what would be a considered probably a big job nowadays. Oh, gosh, it, yeah. it definitely would. Oh, gosh, so yes. I mean, you know. We we found out quickly that if you went into a rich person's house with a filter queen and, and we charge eighteen hundred dollars for these freaking vacuums, yep. that the rich person was gonna haggle that price forever. And if they didn't get it for the price they wanted it, you were out the damn door. Yep. Now if you walked into a poor person's house, they pay full price. Here's cash. Yep. Well that's but that's what I'm saying is again, so the people that are willing to just willy-nilly throw their money for the more expensive delivery, even though you could go to the different app or whatever they're just the people that are loose with their money i'm not saying i mean it's good for you because yeah they're tip. not necessarily the people that have it right exactly I, right. You know, I say you could go to you can go to the trailer park and they're probably going to give you more money than the the four hundred thousand dollar house people oh absolutely I mean, the, the oh, difference between the four hundred thousand dollar house people and the trailer park people is those four hundred thousand dollar house people are going to throw it on their credit card or pay cash right at that point, and that's why they're going to haggle. Mm. Is they're going to give you that money up front, whereas that trailer park person is going to 
need to put it on credit and pay for it over the course of three years or whatever. Yeah, true story. Because, I mean, that that's unfortunately what happens. I mean, people don't necessarily think of their money. I mean, I feel good because Michael, you know, sent me a message. He's like, hey, I listened to this episode. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, that's awesome. He goes, yeah, I can't watch because I just don't have time to sit and watch. But when I'm driving to work or something, I'll, you know, throw on one of your guys' podcasts, just see what you're talking about. And, you know, he obviously loves it when we argue more than if we Oh, talk. yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. that's way more fun. Oh, of course. Well, you guys, that's that's my favorite part of the episodes when you guys argue. You're going to love the baseball episode then because I'm sure all of us are going to be arguing. Oh, I agree we will. I mean, it's there's just no chance. But it'll be th- three against two. <laughs> three yeah, Tigers probably. fans against two Cubs fans. Probably. I'll, you know, I'm gonna, we'll see what we can get out of it. But, um, you know. So, you know, and things, things we haven't mentioned, like out of, out of like gig jobs is, is things that aren't really happening right now with the pandemic, mm-hmm. but, and this is how my mind works uh, with people that are listening. So when iPhones come out, you know, or PS5s and all that, mm-hmm. like you could pay people to, to stay stand in line, line for you, yep. right? So like, those are great gigs, yep. like, because yep. you understand that, Hey, I'll, I'll just do this a couple times and get paid for it. But now, right now, one of the biggest things that are happening is, uh, we have we have a, a shortage on ammunition. Yep. Okay. So you could probably go stand in line at once you find out when these places are getting delivered, stand in line and buy this stuff for guaranteed profit from these people. And number two, baseball cards and, and Pokemon cards, I think, are coming back, right? Like, dude, stand, you know, because if you go admire right now, go take a look at the baseball section. It's just it's so picked over in basketball and all that. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you can figure out when these shipments are coming in. Yeah, you could sell it on eBay, but if you want that guarantee, just find find somebody that's like, boom, I'll just guarantee to give it to you if you go stand in line for me, right? I mean, they'll take the risk and get the extra payment. That's a, you know, I'm waiting for somebody to do that. You had that friend that had the Mahomes card. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you had asked, hey, you know, you sold it for 500 bucks. Don't you wish you would have had it today? And he's like, I sold it for a profit. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I told you this before. Caitlin got a, pulled a Roethlisberger his rookie year, a one out of five. Yeah. And we had people say, you know, you could get up to a thousand for that if you wanted to sell it right now. And she's like, no, I don't want to sell it. She's not into selling her memorabilia, which, you know, she, t- she gets that from her dad. I don't sell anything. Yeah. I'd sell a Ben Roethlisberger card in a heartbeat. You, you would have been a heartbeat, I know. Well, we both. it doesn't hurt that we both hate him. Yes. But, I mean, his rookie year, I didn't hate him. So she's like, no, I want to keep that. So I was like, yeah, that's fine. You want to keep it? Keep it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he's probably a Hall of Fame quarterback, even though he's, you know, an actual douchebag in real life. Sure. So, I mean, there's a possibility it could be worth more than $1,000 at some point, but if she had sold it for a thousand and he had turned into Mahomes, she wouldn't feel bad, you know, turning around going, well, you know, I could have gotten 5,000 for it. Yeah. Because you never know. I remember the same place we got that card from had a Kyle Orton and, and, you know, the guy <laughs> that was managing the place goes, Hey, I got a Kyle Orton and it's like one out of 20. Yeah. You want it? I said, well, what are you asking for it? He goes, Oh, I can easily get 500 bucks for this. I'm like, Nope. Uh, Let's see. A Kyle Orton. Well, it was his rookie year. And of course he was, leading the bears to a great record so yeah, but kyle, you orton, at- kyle orton mania was high and i sat there going i like kyle orton but i don't think he can throw 50 yards down the field yeah that that would be definitely a loss if you'd have bought that for 500 dollars. it would have and i wasn't about to and that some people take that risk right i mean i got a signed um, orton football i i like my signed orton football it cost me like 30 bucks yeah uh so how did okay so let's get back to your gig job yep you you woke up one day you said i want to do something to make money how did you figure out what you wanted to do you're not gonna be yes Yes. sorry um the big thing and actually i was going to ask you this about things like uber like when you're having somebody in your car with you do you feel the necessity to talk to them me, because of who I am, 100%. Well, I mean, just to, okay, you, yes. Uh, I always be like, you know, taxi drivers, you know, seem like there's like a desire to be like 
social. And to me, I wanted something where I could make money and I had to limit my actual interactions with people. Sure. Oh, that's because I'm not quite as bad as David when it comes to hating people, but I really don't like interacting with people I don't know. Sure. Well, I mean, that, that kind of goes back to Mike and I have the same thing. If you like something we like, we're happy to talk to you. But we're not going to find out if you like something we like because we have absolutely no interest in getting to know you. So, I mean, if you bring it up, I'll be your friend. Case in point, we had a, an appointment on Friday night. Guy came in, his name's Kermit. DJ Kermit, what's going on? Mr. Kermit Harris, thanks for watching. I said this because Nick knows Kermit. So, so he comes in and he's a Star Wars guy and he likes Star Trek and he's talking and he's like, dude, you got to hit me up on Facebook. And mind you, I've not been on Facebook much because I fucking hate Zuckerberg. He's a douchebag and his whole platform is bullshit because they protect, you know, racist assholes and then throw people that call out racists in Facebook jail for 30 days. But anyways, off my soapbox. So I go and I find his page because how many people are named Kermit? His legal name is Kermit, Mike. Yeah. Kermit. How yeah. fucking badass is that? His dad, That's his dad pretty damn cool. His son is or his dad was? One of the two. Yeah. So I go and I find him and I have two mutual friends with him. One is Brantley, my tattoo artist. Shout out to Brantley. The other one's Nick. <laughs> so he's, I'm like, yeah, I did find you. We have a mutual friend. He goes, who? And I said, well, Brantley, I said, but more importantly, Nick Watkins. And he goes, yeah, I know Nick. <laughs> How do you know Nick? I'm like, well, I've known Nick for a long time. I do a podcast with him on, on finances and we drink beer. He goes, hey, you want a guest on your podcast sometime? Let me know. I'd love to come on. That'd be great. So I thought that was fun. And then obviously he does some gig jobs because he does DJing and stuff. Yeah. He works at a bar. So we uh, say real quick, because we'll give him a shout out and we'll have mom just describe. So uh as much as people don't know this my wife and i love to donate um and there were stella's which is a place that yep. we I mean, love, we stella's. love stella's right big shout out best burger in grand rapids yep. uh cheap know, beer cheap beer stuff you know for sangria yeah i say the same yeah, mad dog 2020 sangria mm -hmm. so they're uh they're doing a, a benefit for <laughs> for something and i want to say it was like karaoke or whatever and we you know we went and donated a bunch of money mm -hmm. and uh he had he had t-shirts right it said i blank uh i blank the dj or i blank kermit mm -hmm. kermit the frog and all that and uh you know so I, you could fill it in with a sharpie and so no and just you know he come to find out he loves to donate as much like he, he donates his time he donates his yep. knowledge his passion um so we got we kind of got along on that aspect of things um and he is actually friends with just like you like you had a tattoo guy and yeah. me and He's friends with like so many random parts of yep. my life. And I'm like, all right, this is, you know, this is, it's really cool to bring it all together. So, um, no, I, I, you know, we should say it'd be great to have him on for some gig thing. Yeah. But, he said he'd love to come on sometime. Yeah. And I thought he was great. I mean, you know, he yeah. cracks dad jokes, which we all do. I mean, they're, I mean, they were good. I mean, they were Star Wars dad jokes, but they were pretty good. I, I wouldn't understand the forces with me. <laughs> we so. know. Um, so you didn't want to interact. So now when you bring these people your, their food, you don't have to like exchange cash or anything, right? It's already paid for on the phone. Nope, it's all paid for. And even when, like, since I did my first set of deliveries, now they'll hook me up with like a card that if it's like where you have to actually pay in person, like it'll be paid for by DoorDash instead oh. of me having to pay for it with my card and get reimbursed by the people who because you know if that's the situation you're going to probably get screwed over so they know that you know if you had to pay for something with your own credit card and you know expect somebody to actually reimburse you is that you probably would get you'd probably spend 25 and get 20 yeah no so and i said they do that. and then like a get a a like one of the little like i always think of them as like the pizza delivery guy heating bags yep I, you know, I did mine. So when I did Uber, right. Um, it you know, I, all these things weren't around, I guess. Let's say, I, I think Lyft and Lyft came Lyft, out just like Lyft was after. a little after yeah. Uber and Uber was like the first one. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I was, and this is five years ago, mm -hmm. I'm actually six now, probably because I had my kid five years. Um, but I, I was like, man, you know, I wouldn't mind getting a little extra for when the kid pops around and, 
I'll just start a college fund. Kind of exactly what you did, Mike. I was like, yeah, might as well get a head start on this college fund. Like all this money is going to go to that or it'll pay for, pay for, you know, the hospital bill or something like yeah. I, I knew it was for that. Uh, back when Uber started, you couldn't get tips. Right. So, but I had been in an Uber and you see the little jar there. So, you know, I, I put up a little jar that said kids college fund. Right. And it's <laughs> people would ask or whatever. Right. Like I didn't, I don't know. Uber said you couldn't, but I was like, uh, you know, if you do, that's fine. Like um, the good thing, the good thing with you though, is like, I always try to give the best service, yep. but I know that I'm not the perfect fit for everyone. Right. There's probably people out there like Mike who don't want to talk and me being the person I am, I'm going to, like, I'm, Oh, so we'll talk to the person who doesn't want to talk to you. Yeah. We're, we're going to the airport. Oh, where are you guys headed? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to spark up that conversation. Yep. You know? That's a 45 minute drive from my ass. And I'm, I have to listen to music that, you know, really low or deal with stuff. And, um, you know, I, I, I had a t-shirt business back in the day. And so I was kind of, I was right in the middle, I would say, of like growing that thing. And so I was like, man, I don't know. What's the chance? Like, I've always been like that one in a million chance. Like if I hit the right person, that's going to do. And so I pick up a guy that owned a catering company and he's like, oh yeah, I own this catering company. Yeah. We're always looking for the people that we cater for. They're always looking for people to do stuff. So I was like, he goes, cool. I'll hand your card. I ended up getting a sale out of that thing. Yeah. Right. Like it made it so much more worth just the, the few people that I interacted with. I mean, I did a kid's softball team, <laughs> the people that were at the airport, like um, just all off of, and, and the question, Oh, why are you doing this? You know? Oh, well, I have a kid on the way. Um, I just want a little extra money. I figured I, I absolutely have nothing to do between cause I got out at one o'clock or so. My wife at the time probably didn't get out until like four or five. So like I have three hours that I, you know, now I would have, I kicked myself in the butt because I could have been buying real estate or, yep. you know, my mind wasn't necessarily full into that, you know, slow and steady was always my mind. And it still is. I, I still don't always take my downtime to do real estate because I think if you do it 100%, you'll burn out really quickly. You will. So, um, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that's great that there's different options for people like, you know, well, you know, so Dawn started doing shipped yep. and Amazon because, <clears throat> she was working as a TDI consultant at DW. Yep. And we knew that job was going to end. It ended up ending about 12 months before we had expected it to end. Oh, wow. So, you know, she went and got a job at a company in Holland. And the girl that was training her was just a mega bitch. Mm -hmm. And I told Dawn, I'm like, listen, you had a stroke two years ago. I can't have your mental health be an issue. If they push you, just quit. So she did. She got pissed off one day and she's like, listen, I'm not putting up with this. I'm out. And she just grabbed her shit and left. So came home and she's like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, I was thinking of signing up for shipped, but I don't like people. She goes, I could do that. Yeah. So she, you know, she hopped on, she went through the, you know, interview process and they hired her because, you know, she's personable. She likes to talk to people. Loves to talk to people. I hate talking to people. So, you know, she gets in at shipped and she finds out quickly that she can make decent money at shipped. So she started doing that full time. And she goes, you know, I, I realize I don't get any time off. I don't get any benefits, but it's not my own hours. If I want to work, I work. If I don't want to work, I don't work. I'm making enough money. You know, I'm. we started calculating it out. She was making with tips about 20 bucks an hour. Which, you know, back then people were hiring for, you know, 12 or $13 an hour. And you're a slave to them because, you know, if you got a doctor's appointment, they're going to give you crap for 30 minutes over, well, you can't leave. Yeah. So then that winter time, you know, leading into the holidays, she had picked up Amazon Flex. And... When she started doing it, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Okay. I, they were paying premiums for shifts and yet you had a defined area you could go. So it was basically the Grand Rapids area, but I mean, you could go as far as Muskegon or Greenville or South. It didn't go too far, much farther than door. Sure. But West, it went all the way to Lakeshore. Okay. Which I mean, isn't far. I mean, so, I mean, we did that, you know, and she made good money at that for a while and she got me into that and it was... The, the thing I hated about that is you drive into the warehouse, 
and whatever cart you drive up to, that's the one you get. So you don't know if you're going to Granville or West Olive mm. or Greenville or Fairmont. I think we Fremont? went to okay Fremont. Yeah. We went to once, and, and I mean you get up there and there's no service, so mm-hmm. it takes twice as long to do anything. She got a shotgun pulled out up there. Oh yeah, we were up there because you could go. You know, two people could go in the car, so I went with her up there. And we drove up to this freaking single wide on property. And I mean, it's 830 at night. The dude walked out with a fucking shotgun and asked her what the hell she was doing. She goes, I'm with Amazon. I have your package. She goes, well, it's lucky it wasn't a guy. I would have shot him. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't get out. I say, yeah. So, I mean, you know, jobs are out there. They're, you know. I have a friend, one of my coworkers, she, her husband was thinking of doing Amazon. I'm like, I wouldn't do Amazon anymore. Yeah. And she goes, why not? I'm like, well, they expanded the zone. So now if you're picking up your packages in Grand Rapids, you not only have to worry about the Grand Rapids area, they could send you as far as the Lansing area or the Kalamazoo area, which, you know, there are people that have picked up packages in Grand Rapids and they're delivering in Matawan. Oh, wow. That's not worth it. Mike works in Matawan. That's not worth it. Not from Grand Rapids, it's not. I no, mean, if I was you. picking up in Kalamazoo and having to drive to right. Matawan, but yeah, you're probably not getting reimbursed for the gas and the wear and tear in your car at that point. Nope. Yeah, no, I, I would have been done. Well, and you know, Shift has changed their process too. I mean, they're they're only worth picking up the small orders now because you you really get penalized for the bigger ones. Sure. You don't make as much as you used to, and I mean, Mike uses Shift. He's a great tipper. Yeah. But if I still, probably my biggest order usually is 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. But they're making more off of that 50 bucks and you're tipping them well. Yep. So they're happy to pick that shop up. Yeah, because my standard tip is on a $50 order is probably 10 to 12 bucks. Yep. If you need me to, if you need me to uh, ship for you, just let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll make you sure. You were down here closer. You just wanted to shop for me. I would, I would pay you. I, uh, I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure I, I I get you tortillas, taco seasoning, ground beef. All Lake's buying is taco yeah, stuff. Like factual statement. I, I mean, got taco stuff at home right now. Oh, me too. Because I'm know. living in the back. I, I don't do days. Rice, taco stuff, pastas. Yep. Others for my daughter. It'll be great. I'll just buy the same thing every week, and I'll know exactly what it is. Like I'll pre-buy it. You'll go. You'll yeah. text me. I'll just go to my cupboard. Like here you go. Uh, my daughter likes your strawberries pretty fresh though, so you'd have to make sure you pick up the strawberries on the way. That's not if I have to pick one thing, this isn't bad. Like I'll get those shipped to your house. So I'll have the rest of it in the cart. I'll buy it when it's on sale. <laughs> Say, see? Um so and the, no, like that's I say that's good to know, like about the yep. Amazon, because you know, Amazon, everybody's like, oh, it pays really good. But no, when they expand the zone, like the farther you go, and that was the hard part with, with like Uber is, yep. you know, now, now people, and people start to learn it, but I had the job, as I said, I went to the airport, right? So I'm, I'm all the way Grand Rapids type thing, drive to the airport. I'm like, well, there's nothing here. Well, when you're in the airport area, Uber doesn't work because of the towers and stuff. Yep. You, you have to go sit across the street at Wendy's, wait for somebody to get an Uber. And that, I mean, cause Grand Rapids is enough. It's a, me, you know, small, medium-sized hub. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, this is Chicago, right? It, it's probably the second biggest in the state because it is Grand Rapids. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's not but Detroit. It's, but it's no metro. It's right. no, mid, it's not even Midway. Well, there's, there's not designated parking for, no, you know, no. when, when you go to, when you no, go to. No, Gerald, our Ford is in Midway. Right. When you, when you go to Las Vegas, right, you pop out and it's literally taxis here, Ubers here, Lyfts here, and they have their own three different doors, three different stories. Yep. Like these people are lined up just it's what they do. Yeah. You know, here, no, I mean, so, you know, I, I hop in and I was like, I got lucky that day because I got a phone call that I had to go look at a house really quick. So I hop, fly over to something else and ended up buying a house that day. So that, those people are pretty lucky. And they got me the t-shirt, man, that was a, that was an alright kind of day. There but, you go. Um, now it's not like a taxi where you have like a, where like there's a meter and you're guaranteed a certain amount of money per mile that you drive. No, you are. So yeah, it's, it's mileage. It, back then, I think it was like two dollars, two fifty, just to get in the car, and then x amount, like x amount per per mile, right? Like 
It's 30, kind of like a taxi. Thirty cents, but the minimum right. the minimum was four bucks, right? So I in Grand Rapids, it, you know, it's just like we talk about shift. Like it was really it was really beneficial to do the small ones if you can get them like right back to back. Because back when I started, I mean, there was nobody doing it. So I remember one night I, I happened to be able to like work really late, and so I was like, I'm going to see what this night thing's about. And I went from like a quarter mile outside of downtown, dropped this person off at a bar, grabbed a person from that bar, drove them up the road to the corner. Like, and I was making, it was like four, 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 four. And I had like a crap ton of $4 things. And I was like, all right, you know, I, I could see how this could add up because yeah, you had it in no time. Yeah. You're, you're, you know, when, when people wanted to go bar hopping, I mean, they literally, if it was any bit outside, like, I mean, they wouldn't walk a quarter mile. Right. I mean, we're going to happen. People don't walk here. Like this isn't, it's not Chicago. It's not New York. It's not, you know, I mean, granted, when we went to New York, we take Ubers like to go over the bridge and do stuff like that, but it's not. The only time I've ever used Ubers in Chicago. Yeah. Because, you know, we were at Celebration 19 and we had to go to the Museum of Science and Industry, which was, you know, yeah. a 15 minute drive. I didn't know because we were in the hotel and it was a packed convention. I'm like, oh, I don't want to take the car out. Yep. What if we don't get a parking spot? Mm-hmm. So I Ubered. We Ubered the next day to uh, Lattes, Yeah, which was, you know, it probably was two miles away. I'm not walking that. I just walked all day. Yeah. No, and that's, you know, and so it's, it's got its benefits. And, um, you know, they're, they're getting more and more competitive, like in pricing. So, um, you know, when you, once you get, once you get competition, you have to. And I mean, Uber has turned into, you know, they've got their food delivery too. And, yep. Well, you know, and they had they had the same thing. That do you have do you have surge hours with the food thing? There are certain areas where you get it. Like when I was up with David on Saturday, like I was getting things, and it was like if I was willing to, you know, deliver in like the main downtown Grand Rapids area, I could have gotten like two dollars more per um per delivery. Sure. You know, that's what Uber would do. You know, they, they do the surge times and zones. And it's funny because back then, and I fell for it right away. Like, you'd fly to that zone, right, because you want the surge money. But then by the time you got there, 15 other people were there. So then mm-hmm. the next zone that you were just <laughs> just in. So, you know, I, I learned. And it's funny because I remember, I you know, sometimes I'd start right at 1 o'clock and people aren't moving at 1 o'clock. Um, and I'd work in, you know, 10, 12 hours a day or something. So I, I would just pulled by a meter on the side of the road and uh, I'd take a nap and I had, I had a parking lady like tap on the glass and she's like, you can't, you can't stay here with meter, meters out. And I was like, ah, oh, I was just leaving, you know, and just take off real quick. But I, I'd take naps and then, you know, my phone would buzz and here we go. So, um, you know, I, I didn't mind it. Um, but now with the, with the Amazon thing, did you have to sign up to say that you're going to pick up a package? You have to sign up for a block. Okay. So you could sign up for a three, a three and a half or a four hour block. Oh, that's how long it took you to deliver? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And then you had a number of packages based on that time and where you were going. Yep. And if it took you longer than that, you could put in for, you know, extra pay, which when we did it, extra pay was pretty much guaranteed. They just gave you two extra hours. So, sure. I mean, if, if you picked up a three hour shift for 90 bucks and it took you four hours, they just pay another, you know. 60 bucks to do it sure so instead you made 150 bucks in those four hours which is that's better money yeah it was good money and you know there were times i had done one and basically i got wyoming from the hospital to probably ivan rest okay and then as far north as maybe 52nd street oh, wow, really so small. i mean it was a small, really small area yeah. but a ton of packages yeah but i mean i was done in like an hour and a half and you still got paid for the three sure so i mean there were routes like that that were beautiful yeah but the first one i got was out in west olive it was a three and a half hour it took me four and a half to five hours that's spread out okay. yeah it was it was night it was snowy oh. i went to two private communities where the minute i got in they're like why are you here yeah you don't belong here yeah. and it was it was just a freaking nightmare have you had any any negatives yet mike 
terms of reviews? Uh, sure, in terms of reviews or issues with stuff? No, not really. I mean, one. Um, I guess the worst one was today trying to get through a drive through at Taco Bell to pick up my order. Taco Bell is like, they've got the worst system, I think, ever. Like, I don't think they start making your food until you get to the window. Oh, sure. Everybody sits. So, like, I sat for, like, 15 minutes waiting to get through the drive through at Taco Bell, which is insane. Well, and say it's hard because, you know, and one thing I want to say is because i just seen this on Facebook. Um, I guess I don't blame them for not making the food until you mm-hmm. get to the window because <clears throat> how many people will, will order then just drive through? Like, they'll order something big, right? So, I mean – I guess I'm not going to Grubhub for my normal order, which is a beef burrito and a, a chicken. Well, I'm not. Ta- I'm talking about like every order. I'm talking yeah. people who are even driving through the drive-through. I feel like they don't start it until. That's what I'm saying. Like, but you, you know, until, and you're at the window until you actually pay, which is fine. I mean, it's fine because again, on Facebook, there, there was somebody. Somebody ordered. It was like 15 pizzas, right? And so then they were like, "Hey, normally we give them to these people, but." It's not, you know, does anybody need them? So they gave them to, the, to needy people and all that. And it was like, but, you know, so many people call and, and don't pay for their orders and people pre-make them. And you know. we, even oh. at Wendy's, we, we didn't have anything pre-made. Sure. We just had things that were possibly warmed up or ready to go. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we'd have two rows of meat on the grill. And when you got rid of a row of meat, you throw another row down. Or if you're really busy, you throw two or three rows down. Yep. So it's not pre-made, but it's cooking ready for you to come in and order it. Yeah. You know, or if we had chicken, you know, and we were running low, we'd go drop more chicken. Hey, chicken's pretty popular right now. Drop eight instead of six. Okay. Yep. Yep. No. And so, yeah, so so it just depends on the business, though. Yeah, well, that was, like I said, a, a big weight, and, you know, it wasn't a huge order. It was probably only like a $10, $12 order. But I, all I got was like the $3 delivery fee. You know, the person didn't tip. And so it was kind of like I sat in line to get nothing. Sure. Well, I said most of the, and I mean, it, and it depends on the place. Because some places like, you know, one of the orders I did Sunday, the first order I did was a Taco Bell breakfast. And it was the one that's just like half mile or mile from where I live. You know, their lobby was open, not for people to go in, but I mean, to sit, but you could go in and order and get your food and leave. And so I was able to go in and get my pickup. Sure. And not wait through the drive through. So, and you know, I, I'm not new to it, or I'm new to it, right? So I see it every, when I go to Qdoba, they just have this big giant rack and it's like yep. 15 freaking orders on there. And yep. me, like, I don't want to, I don't want people to assume I know what I'm doing. So it's like, I wish there was somebody there to be like, Hey, Grubhub's over here. Look for the name, look, you know, and then take it. And some, and some do, some will be like, this is DoorDash. This is Grubhub. This is Uber Eats. Like Panera has a great system. Yeah. Panera prints out the receipt with a person's name, you know, the app with Panera doesn't because of how they set it up. You don't get like, a list of what the person ordered. That's one of the other things you have to do is you have to make sure that the person's order is what they're actually getting from the place. So you hope that you're getting an, an itemized receipt with everything listed. So you could be like, yep. I mean, they nowadays they seal all the bags because of COVID and everything. So you yep. can't like open the bag and be like, you know, McDonald's, yep, that's a Big Mac. That's a quarter pounder with cheese. Yep, that's two large fries. <laughs> Man, you're you're buying for rich people. Mm. I uh, no, you know, and that's I one of the biggest things I hear is they always forget the pop. You know. Yeah, I can see. Everybody that. I know that orders is like, oh, I didn't get my drink. I didn't get my drink, and I'm just like, Jesus, man, just this is why I go. I had one yesterday that you know, I, it's the the running joke. I went, I picked up at McDonald's. The ice cream machine was broken. Yeah. The guy had ordered a, a McFlurry, and they basically said our ice cream machine's broken. Text the person and let them know that they're going to need a refund through DoorDash. The guy was really nice about it. I messaged him when I picked it up and I said, Hey, you know, when I stopped at McDonald's, the ice cream machine was broken. So, you know, just contact 
the door go through the DoorDash app and get your refund. And you know, they didn't give me a negative review or anything because I communicated the issue. So before we end this one, because we're gonna get ready to get Vanessa on here in a couple, I got a great story about DoorDash. So Dairy Queen started accepting DoorDash where my daughter works. And she's an assistant manager and, and she's in the mall. So her Dairy Queen is very limited on what they have. They have basically drinks with the Orange Julius. They have shakes. They have, you know, frozen ice cream items, no cakes. Yep. So they decide they're going to do DoorDash. And the first five, six orders she gets all include food. <laughs> and she's like, this is bull. We don't have food. And mind you. Her manager had told them, we don't have any food, don't offer food. And all these people are ordering DoorDash and they all want hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff. And they don't have any hot food. It's just ice cream. So she just was going nuts on how angry she was that they were screwing everything up. And, I, you know, it's obviously gotten better now because they've been doing it for quite a while. But those first few, I know they were hell on her. It's amazing what you see because there's like... Like now, Chili's has this like it's just wings. You can get just wings from Chili's. And it's not Chili's. It's it's just wings. But you have to go to Chili's to pick them up. Like Logan's Roadhouse has like some slider thing. Mm -hmm. um, the, the Fazoli's on West Main has some virtual kitchen where people make Vietnamese food. Mm. All right. Let's see. What's like, because I'm like, where do I go for this? And they're like, go to Fazoli's. And I'm like, oh, okay, I have to go to Fazoli's. Oh, geez. Let's say, um, you know, I, I, think, I think we've done pretty all right talking specifics about. Yeah, we had a lot Uber, of different ones. Uber, Grubhub, you know, and, and I, I, like the, uh, I like the facts of Mike being the person he is and not wanting the social interaction, me wanting the social interaction. See, and I'm with him. I, I couldn't yeah. do ship. There's just too much interaction. I could do a delivery service because I, so I could do ship if it wasn't for the actual physical shopping. Yeah. See, I love shopping. Uh, well, and, okay. The thing I, I think I love about shipped is it's really, it's meant for me. It's like, I love order picking. Okay. So right. When it, from what I understand, I've never done ship, but like from what I understand, it's like, all right, you're going to go to aisle one, like in each shelf. Most people don't know is like, Oh yeah. Like, it's a, all coded ABC. And so like people don't know. And so it's like, that's perfect for me because like, I'm going to go there. It's not there. Like I'm going to call your ass out because like how much you suck as a merchandiser. But um, no, like I think, I think it's a, a really awesome thing, but I would just get so irritated with when, when something's out of stock and have to spend 10 minutes to figure out what other item they want. And because no, all I, the communication is via text, so it's not like I have to call somebody on the phone or. I'd rather you know, call you. You, only, you even have to only go face to face with the people if you're checking their ID for alcohol. Yeah, yeah. see, and I'm okay with that because I I'd rather call on the phone just so I can get the answer because we all know me typing something out, you're not going to read it. I mean, no, you'll you'll get it, but it's it's not gonna it's not gonna <coughs> make sense. You know, I'm going to list a bunch of things. And you're like, what are you asking? Look, no. do you want the? You know, forget it. Let me just call you because I don't have time for this. So. No burritos. What need? Right, exactly. Like, it's exactly what it, no shells. What do you want? Right? What do you mean? What do I want? I want shells. There's no shells. Like, what do you mean there's no shells? Look, I don't have this time, Tina. I, I almost wonder if there's like some like picture thing of he's there's like you take the picture of like the scantron and it's like because it's such a the store does not have the requested item. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Like, you just basically say, like, you on, you're on the app and you're like, you hit a button and say, you know, this one, and you say, doesn't have it, and it just automatically sends the message. Because it seems very pre-written. So, what, what a lot of the shipped shoppers do is they use shortcuts on their keyboard. Yeah. And then they just have to hit, you know, whatever that shortcut is and it just puts in the message automatically and they just change it you know little variations here and there because dawn had all of those set up Sounds so like if something was out of stock or you know when she was heading to check out i mean she had all those ready to go so it was it took no time she was just there okay i think there has to be a way to do it like to me it was either like 
that or there's just buttons like you know with that with like DoorDash unless I have to text or take a picture to prove that I've delivered you know everything is like I say I, I arrive at the restaurant I swipe it and that changes in their app uh, at the restaurant when you're looking at it from a customer side mm-hmm. and then when I've got the food and I'm in my car it'll I'll hit a button and it'll and then it changes to like on the way yeah. And uh, you can actually see like, <laughs> on the map where the person is. It sounds like too much work for me because I don't need to tell you where I am, right? I mean, man, it sure looks like he's been sitting on the crapper for 10 minutes because I was sitting on the crapper for 10 minutes. I'm not going to say. Um, but, Mike, thanks so much for joining us uh, and telling us the great news. Uh, congrats on making a financial decision to better your future and your, your family's future. Like, that's. He said it may only end up being four or five thousand dollars a year, but that's still four or five thousand dollars a year that's going into college funds or retirement or you know the stock we, market. So it's four or five thousand dollars this year, but next year it's four or five thousand plus five bucks. The next year it's four yeah. thousand plus fifteen, yeah. and you know soon. It's who knows what your returns look like? Right. I mean, soon. You know who? Exactly. I mean, if you can make twenty percent off that four thousand, that's huge money. That's huge. You know, I mean, yep. Eight hundred bucks. I'll take it all day, every day. Yeah. So, um, hit us up with your normal neck, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as we did. Uh, big shout out to uh, my tried and true in the blue Bud Light, uh, dude. When you guys hear that on a commercial, they're gonna be like, "Tried and true, get the blue," and they're gonna be like, "Oh man." Um, and as a bush, uh, Bucks and Brews, that's who we are. Uh, like always, like, subscribe, share, hit the hit the dislike button because David's ugly. Smash the like button because you like my pretty face. We really appreciate it. So, Mackenzie's, excellent beer. I'm saving my at water for the next one. Mike, what did you drink while we did this? I drank the Shorts Brewery PB&J, which was good. The Stevens Point Milkshake Malt, which is one of the smoothest porters i have ever drank well i'll try that it was great you heard it here first and folks. then i finished the o'fallon dad's oatmeal stout or oatmeal stout which was good as well i think it my three in rank order of what i've drank was the stevens point the o'fallons and the shorts this time nice. there we go all right so. well we will uh we'll join you guys really next week but you know yeah. for for Mike, we'll join Mike again in, in like two minutes here. Yeah. So, take care. We'll talk to you guys soon.